Hi guys, welcome back to the On The Rocks podcast with me, your host Vanessa Rock. Today I am sitting in my childhood bedroom uh, surrounded by bubblegum pink walls. Did I say bubblegum? I just watched Forrest Gump the other day, so maybe that's why. Um, Bubblegum, pink walls, uh, pictures of me from my cheerleading days, and like then there's like the Declaration of Independence. So weird. Um, <laughs> my mom uses this room as an office nowadays since I don't live here anymore, and she has the Declaration of Independence blown up in this huge frame right next to my desk. So that's lovely. But um, it's a nice reminder. I don't know what it's a reminder of, but just a reminder that I don't live here, I guess. Um, anyways, hi guys. I'm uh, really excited to sit down today. It's, this is a solo episode. I'm going to be divulging, uh, you know, giving you the dates on my life lately. And then I'm going to be answering some of your questions. So I'm um, excited to catch up and let you know how I'm doing. I mean, I've had a lot of guests on lately. So I wanted to take a step back and sit down and talk and just use this. You know, this is my personal journal, um, just as much as it is a place for me to get to know, you know, these awesome, crazy people who I bring in my podcast. So uh, here we go. Let's talk about my life. So my life right now, like I said, I'm at my parents' house and my mom has tasked me I can't speak right now. My mom has tasked me with redoing the bathroom. Well, not just me. It's me, my mom's task. While I'm here, I'm here for a few weeks. This is like going to be one of the longer times I spend with my parents um, during this quarantine just because I know I need it. I need to just like not be alone and to be with my parents and I need to not make my own food and I need to just chill and I can do that here. So we're redoing the bathroom, um, which is, I didn't ever think I'd talk about bathrooms in my podcast, but here we are. The bathroom um, in my house is, uh, this house is from like the 60s, like the 70s, like super old. And the bathroom is like original. So the wallpaper is the problem. The wallpaper is like this green, blue floral pattern that just looks like you walk into like a 70s, you know, architectural digest magazine. Like it's not cute. Um, and the bathroom is just super outdated and kind of gross. So we have been taking down the wallpaper baby and that is a bitch like my hands are cramping we've spent two days oh and over like i feel like 10 hours already and we're not even halfway done so this shit is wild but what i um am talking about that for is i don't know why i'm talking about that it's been something i'm doing that's a life update i'm helping my mom redo her bathroom you know so that's that's what i've been doing i'm exhausted but um the show must go on. I, um, like I said, I've been feeling really grounded. I needed, I needed to take a step back and I needed, um, you know, when you're alone for a while in your apartment, just all you do is think you get in your head. And if things are going wrong in your life, like you just overthink and I'm a very sensitive person. And so like, I just get too much in my head and I just worry and I, it's just not great. So, um, San Diego is also opening up a lot and I don't know how comfortable I am with it. Um, the bars are like open. 90% of the things are open. Um, the beach is open, which is nice because I can go and lay by myself and like have a day and get a tan. My pool is finally open, which is also nice because <laughs> that's actually not nice. There are a ton of children, my apartment complex who run amok and it echoes because it's in the center of this like motel style apartment complex, if you know what I'm talking about. And I hate them all. So, um, 
you know, shout out to those kids. I'm just kidding. I guess that they also have to have a release of some sort. So they go crazy at the pool, but it's been a little wild. I only go when no one's there. Um, so I want to just take a step back, come back up to the little old desert town and take some time to reflect. I don't know. I'm just like excited to be home and I want to soak up every minute of the homeness and spend time with my parents and be able to get my life back on track and to feel normal (laughs) because I definitely feel unnormal a lot of of the time. I feel like I'm losing my shit. So yeah. Um, And then I've been doing some reading. That's fun. I got an iPad. That's fun. So I've been reading on the iPad. Uh, It was a very impulse purchase and I made it about five days ago. I um, have been wanting an iPad for school and also for work and be able to like learn Procreate, like become better at digital techniques and things like that so I bit the bullet used some of my savings and I got the pencil and shit yeah now I feel like my brain is frying 90% of the time because I'm surrounded by like way too much technology but I'm doing my best so yeah I've been like researching a bunch of stuff I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts I've been watching documentaries uh, actually I've been reading Trevor Noah's book which I highly recommend I'm only like two chapters in it's called Born a Crime and it's about his uh, childhood and apartheid well that's where I'm at right now uh, in the book I'm not sure where it's going to go but it's very intense and so sad to read but it's also very informative and I'm learning um I'm realizing that I want to get back more into being more open in um public I don't know just talk about my political opinions more and just like my moral beliefs and uh, I think now is kind of a good time to do that I mean obviously we need to be doing that and so I'm not just like deciding I want to do that it's more of necessity I grew up in a very white town and it's very mm, racist I would say it's very white and um if you google my high school there has there are like documented incidences of like open racism and like blackface and insane shit like confederate flags everywhere it's very intense up here um it's interesting because when you think of California I don't think you think of closed-minded people and Trump supporters, if we're being honest, it seems like a very liberal state. But if you go inland, it isn't. And we're in, I'm in a very red county. And so I grew up in that. And I grew up very different. My mom was pretty liberal. And I don't know, I just grew up like very much not agreeing with what I was surrounded by. And so I was always the first person to speak up in class and just kind of like disagree with things Um, more on women's rights. Like I was very adamant about that. I didn't know too much about race and the necessity to speak up about it then, but I was just very much like women's rights. Like I, my mom donated to Planned Parenthood. Like I just cared a lot about that. And so I would always speak up about that. And um, then I joined newspaper, which I want to talk about in this episode. So I was in newspaper my junior and senior year of high school, and it was because I didn't want to take a second language because <laughs> I was lazy. Um, and so I also wanted the same lunch as my friends. So I was also just a very selfish high schooler, um, whatever. So I got into newspaper, which is really cool. A lot of my friends um, were into it. So I joined and became very active in newspaper, wrote a lot of opinion articles. Like I remember writing an article about transgender children and why people need to be more open-minded and how parents should talk to their transgender transgender children and why they should believe them. It was like very intense for me to be writing about at the age of 16. I think I was 16. Like how insane. Um, and so we also had, um, 
I wrote an opinion. No, I don't know how to explain it. I wrote a like um, I don't know, like a backlash article. So my high school's yearbook. This is not about politics, but it was like about high school politics. Um, the yearbook staff at my high school decided my senior year they were going to take away senior quotes, and so of course there was an uproar. Um, there was an uproar about that, and there was an uproar about the senior parking lot we had and why juniors shouldn't park there. So that was all in the newspaper all the time, but um. I wrote an article that I totally forgot I wrote about how yearbook was taking away our senior quotes and why it was so wrong and why they were just doing it to enter a competition that had no benefit to any of the seniors that we were just getting something taken away from us that had been a tradition uh, as senior quotes are um and so i wrote this like super intense article and i made this graphic that sucks now that i look back on it come on vanessa like your graphic design skills were terrible still are but it was like a bunch of cringy and or older senior quotes from like um like legendary senior quotes from my high school that people would like laugh about like um we had this oh my god i think she might listen to my podcast her name's rebecca but she went to my high school and um her boyfriend freshman year of high school uh he was like a senior she was a freshman or sophomore i'm not sure uh he wrote like rebecca forever like their anniversary date and then they didn't end up together and so it was just like insane um memory that all of us like had was this like senior quote and that's why senior quotes are so legendary because shit like that happens and people write like funny things and like just represents their personality right and everyone was so excited they took it away so i wrote an article and was like f the yearbook like this is so wrong and of course the yearbook responded and it was just like this insane thing like i was just fearless in high school um very progressive which was awesome like being able to stand up and like argue against things that you didn't agree with and also to talk about like moral political rights like lgbt rights we definitely talked about in our newspaper we had an insane like um april fool's article (laughs) april fool's newspaper that came out writing satire pieces and like it was just like this insane time in my life and i was the social media director my senior year or the um graphic i I don't know what i was some media director i was the media director so i i was the person to like go through and pick the photos for the um articles and help with the titles and help with formatting and all of those things but i also wrote so it was just like such a cool time and i was also in mock trial at that time so i was like becoming very like open-minded and learning a lot about law and politics and things like that so it was just such a cool time and i remember being so active and like really caring and was like the first person to speak up and the first person to share my opinions even if like people didn't agree or if they were wrong and then i went to college which seems weird and backwards but i was very alone my first few years of college and like didn't really know how to express my thoughts and and opinions about things anymore because i didn't have this group backing of a bunch of like liberal high schoolers who were just super progressive and open-minded and wanted to you know talk about these difficult subjects and um i just kind of was alone and so i didn't know how to talk about that and that was right around the same time that trump was elected and so it was very just like such a disheartening time where i felt like i had no say and like what i viewed and what i thought wasn't important so i remember just like stopping talking about it i didn't want to be controversial i didn't want people to not like me because i disagreed with them and i didn't you know as you get older and as an adult like it becomes more difficult to have those conversations it's not just like i am a high schooler who can just say whatever i want and like f it it matters more about like and I just wanted to make sure I was right and then I didn't want to have to do the work to think about it and so I think my eyes have really been opened lately to be able to 
see that I can talk about these things and that I can be educated and I don't have to be afraid if I'm not right. Like if I'm not right, I can be corrected and learn that it's okay to be corrected. And like, just like, I don't know, I'm excited about being able to learn more and become more educated and speak on those things. So that's a big old pivot, but um, that's just what has been on my mind lately. And um, it's exciting. And so I, um, I feel like I'm using this time. I mean, it's definitely been a roller coaster of emotions, this quarantine. Um, it's not really even a quarantine anymore, but um, it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me because I've had a lot of things go wrong in my personal life medically and um, also with friends and this fucking guy. So I um, just have kind of been very distant from things. Like I've been trying to figure out how to feel and how to think and, you know, learning that rejection is okay. As much as I can reject, you know, a friend or a guy or anyone who wants to come into my life that I don't feel meshes, um, it's okay for people to do that to me. And as much as it sucks and I feel very alone and, you know, sad sometimes, I'm like working through this stuff. I'm in quarantine. I have my roommate, but like I am having things go wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong and like just feeling like, ah, like is this ever going to get better? Like, oh my God. And so that pivots into why I'm really excited to work on those things and to like become better and like learn how to like not let things like that get me down. I'm starting therapy, which I'm really excited about. So I'm starting in July. I found a therapist. I figured out everything through my insurance and I'm um, in the process of getting my forms sold out and stuff and I'm just so stoked and I I feel like it took up until this point for me to just like get to the right mindset to be able to go to therapy to make sure I wasn't scared or I wasn't you know resenting the fact that I wanted to go to therapy like I, I just want to go I don't feel like the need to go I want want to go and I want to work and I want to work on my self-development and like I'm just so stoked because I know that like I'm 21. I, how should I need to work on? I am not a perfect person. And so I'm just excited. Like, I'm not saying this for pity. I'm just saying this is what I'm feeling. This is my life update. Life is fucking difficult when you're in your 20s. Like, I feel like no one talks about how shitty it is sometimes and like how alone you can feel. Um, but that's why I'm excited to start therapy. I'm excited to be at my family's house for the next few weeks and just like chill and regroup. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you can like let your brain like and your thoughts really get the best of you. And I've definitely been doing that. Um, so I'm excited to be able to to get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my update. I feel like that was a lot. There you go. I'm really excited to move on to this next section of the podcast, which is questions that you have asked me. Uh, so my listeners, my podcast friends, my normal real life friends, you know, have asked me questions um, for this episode. So let's get into them. I'm so excited and I have not prepared anything I'm going to say. So bear with me. Hope this makes sense. Uh, the first question is, what is something you wish you could have told your younger self? Hmm. I wish I could tell myself this now too, but I um, really like this saying that goes something like this. You would worry less about what people thought about you if you knew how much they actually thought about you. Um, I've always been super worried about my appearance and how people think about me if I fall or do they going to laugh, especially in high school. Oh my god, I was so hyper aware of how people viewed me. And um, I realize now that I don't care what other people do, really. I don't, and it doesn't cross my mind. And so I can't be hyper aware or focused and or stressed, anxious about 
what other people think about me. Um, so yeah, that's something I would tell my younger self. It's something I tell myself now something I'll tell you because then we all got to work on that shit. So next question is what is the worst decision you've made in college? The worst decision I've made in college probably was anytime I've taken an edible and that will, I'll just leave it to that. I mean, sometimes it's fun, but like (laughs) normally it's not. I don't know why I, yeah. Okay. So I want to move on to more dating questions because I've noticed my podcast is becoming very dating related and I love that because I'm all about it. So let's keep that momentum going uh do you regret any of the guys you've dated second part of the question would you hook up with any of them again oh my god i don't regret any of the guys i've dated i definitely regret the longevity of some of the relationships like i think i uh therapy will help with that like i think you know realizing that maybe people aren't supposed to stay forever is good um maybe people are like not uh supposed to like date you for nine months maybe it's supposed to be like a first date and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I don't regret any of the guys I've dated. I think they've all taught me something uh, more and more about like love, rejection, and or hatred. You know, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't regret any of them. And I don't think I'd hook up with any of them again. Just because, I mean, I've done that and I don't think it's <laughs> healthy. So next question is, what is the biggest red flag on dating apps? My biggest red flag is when people have the call her daddy um name like when people put call her daddy in their their bio or or answer a question with call her daddy on any dating app um i love the podcast call her daddy big big fan but i think it's so trashy when people put that on their dating apps because i mean like we get it almost everyone in the freaking dating world listens to that podcast um especially if you're young maybe you don't and i honestly would rather not know like i would rather not know that you know the tips and tricks like i'd rather you just like rather figure out that you were good in bed rather than like seeing that so i think that's trashy but yeah i think that's my biggest red flag um or if people like your message like like your photo and don't say anything and they expect you to like start the conversation i think that's shitty too uh, i don't tend to message people back if they do that um the next question oh a little deeper have you ever been in love yes i have the first person i was in love with was my high school boyfriend i i would say that was love i mean like it was so long ago but i definitely know it was love i i think i've said before i don't know if it was love but it definitely i think it was i don't know when you look back when you're like 17 i'm 21 now it's not that old i'm not that much older but um i definitely think that there are different forms of love i think i've been in love with two people um where i've said it to them and there's also been love that I haven't expressed. But yeah, I think mainly I was in love with my two main long-term boyfriends, um, high school and then the one who broke up with me. So for sure, I've definitely been in love and I love love and I love learning about love and I love talking about love. So love, love, <laughs> love. Okay. Uh, next question advice for meeting people in college this could be friends or boyfriends um advice for meeting people in college is to just radiate positive energy like be the person who walks into the room who is confident who looks excited who you would want to be friends with like if you um don't 
radiate that energy radiate <laughs> if you don't promote that energy if you don't put out like positive vibes if you sit in the back of class and you're just like pissed looking like people aren't going to come talk to you um i've definitely been that person though i've definitely been the person in a lot of classes who doesn't want to talk to anyone you know um but i've also been the person who walks in and is super stoked to be there um and i tend to make more friends in those classes so i would say that and then for relationships or guys i would say maybe go on a dating app I don't know if I would say meeting, I, I don't know. I'm someone who had a very different um, trajectory than most people have when they like go to college, they live in the dorms, that's how they meet guys, like they're in sororities, whatever it may be. Like I've kind of been on my own throughout college, so I've had to do it on my own. And if you have to do it on your own, I would recommend dating apps. That's really the only advice I could give. I just think overall, per- projecting like this very positive energy wherever you are whatever you're doing just being yourself and not giving a crap about how people view you which is an earlier question um will attract people towards you and so i think that would be my advice for meeting people the next question is do you have any regrets (laughs) okay (laughs) all right um maybe i regret not speaking up and standing up for myself more dating guys who i shouldn't date um i don't know stuff like that like basic stuff Overall, like the big mistakes I've made in life, I've really learned from and have made my amends with with myself. So I would say no. Um, and I don't want to regret anything. I think it would suck if I got to a point where I couldn't make changes and I regretted things. So yeah. Next question is, what is something you are proud of yourself for? Ooh, I think right now I'm most proud of my podcast. I think I'm someone who gets really scared and worried and won't do things. I'm afraid of what people think, but I really just did this podcast and I've been doing it for over six months now and I'm just so proud of it and I'm so proud of the person that I'm becoming, the friends that I'm making. I am just excited about the future of this podcast and where it goes and I'm really grateful for it. Okay, next question is what is your biggest fear? That's terrifying. Uh, My biggest fear besides snakes is... Um, disappointing people. <laughs> um, that just sounds so deep. I think it's so funny. I'm so deep on this podcast, but these are questions that like I want to answer, but I can't not be deep on. Um, it's important to talk about this kind of stuff. I don't want to disappoint people. I don't want to like be rejected and disappoint people. Those are like my big two fears and they happen often. And like, it's a very much a fact of life. You will disappoint people and you will be rejected by others. Um, those are my fears though. I mean, I think that stuff is just common and I'm also terrified of snakes and spiders, but you know what? I've also become really good at killing spiders lately. Like every time I see a spider, I kill it and I don't question it. Like I don't scream. Like I just say, okay, dead bye. You know? Um, yeah. Also, I'm kind of afraid of public pools. Anyways, the next question Oh, this is a good one. This is like a positive one. What excites you most about life? Um, Opportunity, for sure. I think like the potential to move somewhere new, the potential to meet new people, um, the potential to just like become better is what excites me more about most about life. Like I'm just excited to like live my life to the fullest um, in whatever way that may be. So next question is, oh, I can't read. What is one thing that I need to accomplish in my lifetime? One thing I need to, oh, question is, what is one thing you need to accomplish in your lifetime? My answer is, the thing I need to accomplish in my lifetime is, um, I want to move to New York and or a big city, maybe Nashville, maybe Boston. For sure right now, it's like Nashville, Boston, or New York. So I want to move to one of those places for sure. And like that's, I need to do that. 
to be able to like live with myself. Um, and then the next question is, how are you dealing with the new normal? And the answer to that is that I'm dealing for sure. I'm dealing. I've said for sure so many times. <sighs> okay. I'm dealing. I'm working through it. I'm figuring it out. I am, you know, learning that like mental health nowadays, especially during this time, is going to come in and out and in waves. And it's okay that it does that. It doesn't mean that you are, you know, not good. It just does that. And so I am learning that like I need to spend more time with the people who really lift me up and bring me joy and not worry about the people who don't and spend time with my family. And that's what I'm doing. So I'm I'm dealing. I'm doing and I'm dealing. Not drugs, but I'm dealing with life. Okay. <laughs> Just had to clarify. Um, <laughs> next question is what is your dream goal in life? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like I've met a lot of people lately who are very career driven and just like know what they want to do. And I'm like, wait, should I know? Like, should I know what I want to do? And I don't. I really don't. I mean, like, sometimes I'm like, I wanna, I wanna like take class to the groundlings and like be a comedian i want to get into acting i want to do law i want to be a social media manager i want to um work at a big company or i want to work for myself or like i have no freaking clue what i want to do um but i know that the opportunity is endless so i'm excited but whatever um okay what is your favorite thing about san diego so san diego is where i live and i talk about san diego all the time because i love san diego and that's why i say it so many times i love san diego but san diego is my favorite place because there are so many different parts of san diego so i've said oh my god i'm not even gonna say the word anymore you know what i'm talking about this place um has the ocean, downtown, the suburbs, the uh, um, desert area, the mountains, the uh, um, coastline. Like, there are so many, so many awesome parts of San Diego. Oh, my God, I said it. There are so many awesome parts of where I live that I love. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Oh, the last question is, what is one true quote you will always live by? I don't know if I'm really answering the question properly, but this is a quote that I found recently. That kind of applies to what we're talking about today, um, which was like rejection, disappointment, like moving on and, you know, people leaving your life. I talked a little bit about that earlier, how I'm getting into therapy and I'm excited about like, you know, working on self-development, learning that like I'm not meant for everyone and not everyone's meant for me. Um, It's a constant theme in my life and I'm sure I've talked about this in the podcast before, but my favorite poet I guess she's a poet um, on Instagram is Rainbow Salt. She's been mentioned like in almost every podcast I share a quote on. Um, but this is the quote I recently found. I don't think it's what I live by. So I'm not answering properly, but here we go. Sometimes you break your own heart. Sometimes you stay longer than you know you should because you hold so much hope within you. Learning how to lay down that hope is one of the hardest parts of the healing process, but it is where you will begin again. Trust yourself enough to let go, even when it hurts. I love that quote because it is so true to how I'm feeling in my life right now and it's something, you know, you have to learn that moving on is a hard process and that sometimes you have to forgive yourself for not doing enough or letting go or being enough for someone. So 
that's where I'm at. That's where I'm, that's how I'm feeling. I think that wraps up today's episode. I have no idea for how long I have been talking, but um, it's a different episode because it's just a solo sit down. This is me. This is who I am. This is how I'm feeling. Um, a little bit calmer than I normally am, but I, I love that part that like I can be whoever I want to be on this podcast. I can, you know, every day I have a different mood or thought or feeling and I can share that with the podcast listeners. So if you um, enjoyed this episode, make sure you guys go to iTunes and review it. I don't know. Do that. It's fun. Five stars. Cool. Uh, don't review it if you're not going to leave five stars. Um, cause that would hurt. I'm very sensitive and I'm going through a lot. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's, that's the podcast for today. I'm excited for some upcoming guests. I've reached out to a lot of people lately and I've gotten some great responses and you guys are going to love these guests. So uh, I can't wait for you to hear them. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say for today. Also, love it for Zoom is dead. I uh, I don't know. I am taking a break from it. Love it for Zoom is typically every other week. But honestly, you know, with what I've said about things going on in my life, I'm not in the right headspace to be on dates even if they're virtual or for a podcast i'm just taking time to work and develop myself and to not have to think about men right now and i want that to reflect i don't want to push something that's not authentic to me right now um so i wanted to mention that it's not that it will never come back or that it will never bring dates on to my podcast again because i definitely will but um for right now we're gonna take a step back and work on ourselves more than you know working on talking to a bunch of guys on the internet that's all I have to say about that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I um, will talk to you guys later. Bye. On the rocks, watching water.